Well, hello, hello, it's Tina Constant here and welcome to the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast where it's all about the story. As always, if you want the waffle, then drop down to the show notes. But for now, here's a story about two siblings. Born two years apart, to the same father but different mothers, Simeon and Creo couldn't be more different. Different politics, religions, attitudes, social circles, beliefs, they had nothing in common. They looked different, behaved differently, thought differently. The truth is, they were so different that they were each positive that the other would fail dismally in life. So as much as possible, as if to ward off some kind of contamination, they stayed out of each other's way. It was their grandmother on their father's side who at the age of 103 said, You have long life genes, the pair of you. You had better learn to cooperate, because in the end, there'll only be the two of you left. Well, the siblings ignored the old woman, and they got married and had kids and did everything possible to make sure that it was never just the two of them. Christmases passed, birthdays passed, and the two would never so much as lift a phone or write a note send a postcard or spend so much as a thought on each other. Until, that is, the old woman died at 110 and left a will. Now, at the reading, dialing in on different lines from different continents, the siblings were stunned to find out how wealthy their grandmother had been. Millions, I tell you, millions was theirs. But on one condition, the brother and sister had to live under one roof, without the distraction of family, children, jobs or friends, for one whole month. The old woman had even taken the trouble to rent a cabin. It was in the middle of a forest, in the middle of a wilderness, in the middle of nowhere. Fully stocked with food, wood and everything else they had need for 31 days. There was only one concession. If they got stuck and needed help, they could call the old park ranger, Joe. Now the pair considered turning the will down, but 300 million was theirs. 300 million each. That would set them and their kids and their grandkids up for life. So what was a month, they said via their separate lawyers, and agreed to the terms of the will. Travelling on different planes and driving different cars, Simeon and Creo arrived at the cabin at the same time, at exactly one in the morning. Refusing to look at each other, one went in through the front door and the other through the back door. Inside, the siblings dropped their bags and swore. What? had their grandmother been thinking. No matter how hard they searched the place, they could only find one of everything. One pot, one pan, one fork, one knife, one spoon, one bed, one chair, one axe and one blowtorch. Simeon picked up the axe. I'm taking the bed. Argue and I'll end the charade with a letter to your lawyer explaining how you slipped and hit your head on this axe. Creo 
picked up the blowtorch and lit the flame. Your lawyer will be devastated to hear how you burned alive in your sleep. The pair stared at each other, and for the first time in their lives, they agreed they would sleep in their own cars. Snarling at each other, they picked up their bags and left the cabin through their respective doors. But five seconds later, they were back. Did you do this? demanded Creo. Simeon scowled. I did not. They went back outside. Both cars were gone. Vanished, disappeared, simply not there. Did you hear anything? Creo asked. Simeon shook her head. Not a thing. They had already agreed once, so were surprised to be doing it again so soon. They both went inside, locked the doors, locked the windows, built up the fire, cradled the axe and the blowtorch in their arms, and called Joe. Now, <laughs> Joe chuckled when they told him what had happened. Did you know, he said, if you had left your cars by the sea... They'd take around 200 years for every component to fully break down and decompose. That's 200 years. That's a fact. The pair started to repeat their issues, but Joe simply hung up. They had no choice but to try to get some sleep. Now the next morning came cold and wet. After breakfast, which included a fight about who should use the plate, the spoon, the mug or the jug, resulting in both of them eating cereal out of a box with their hands, the pair shocked themselves by agreeing for a third time. We have to find Joe. We will not be messed around with. This is simply unacceptable. But, as you can expect, although they left the cabin together, it didn't take long for them to get separated, then get lost, then find each other, then start another fight. When they paused from their argument about who was the least competent, they realized their backpacks and their water bottles were gone. This is insane! Once again, they called Joe and told him what happened. Again, <laughs> Joe chuckled. Well, he said, that's nature for you. Did you know that there will come a time when there won't be any water at all, so you won't need your fancy water bottles? That's a fact. He laughed and hung up. Well, the sun set on their first day and the siblings weren't happy. If they were going to inherit, they would have to survive another 30 days. To do that, they had to control their environment. They had to find this Joe. They had to show him that they weren't going to tolerate being messed with. And so they hatched a plan. They'd fake an accident. One that required personal attention. But who was going to be the injured party? Creo said Simeon should. Simeon took that as an insult. Is it because I'm a woman? Then she suggested that Creo should be the moron who broke an ankle. He's always been so clumsy. And of course, Creo took umbrage. You've always thought I was stupid. And so they spent the next few days arguing about who should pretend to be injured. Their fight took them around the cabin, through the forest, and up to the cliffs that looked over a raging river. By now, as with all arguments, the point 
of the argument had been lost, become distorted, exaggerated, and blown far out of proportion. It got personal, it got ugly, it got physical. And even if you could ask them, they would not be able to tell you who pushed whom. They only stopped yelling at each other when it was far too late. Hanging off the edge of the cliff, dangling dangerously close to certain death, they stared at each other. Why do you hate me so much? yelled Simeon. Because you're spoiled. You got everything handed on a goddamn plate. Creo clung to the side of the cliff. Why do you hate me? Simeon wiped water from her face. Because you're free. You go anywhere you want. You do anything you like. You don't get how trapped I am. And she said, I hate your hair. What a stupid thing to hate. I can't help what I'm born with. And so the fight continued. I hate how you spend your money. I hate that you've got more money than I do. I hate how you raise your kids. I hate how you vote, how you eat, what you eat, how you think, how you are. Their argument was so thick and hot that they forgot where they were. In order to hit each other, they both let go of the only thing keeping them alive. Simeon and Creo plunged into the river. Rocks, water, violence and nature crushed them in seconds. In an instant they were gone, leaving nothing to say they were ever there. Old Joe leaned over the cliff edge. Did you know, he said to no one in particular, that if there were no people, nature would reclaim a city in just a few short decades? That's a fact, he said. It is, it's an absolute fact. Now, at this point, sitting Comfortably as you are, you might wonder what happened to the old woman's fortune now that her grandchildren were dead. Well, here's the thing. Like much of the wealth we hold so tight, it never existed. There was no money. The woman was a conniving, manipulative, sneaky, underhand, lying, controlling old bat. She knew how to get the siblings to do what she wanted. She knew that the only thing they'd fight for was money. I can hear her laughing in her grave right now. Fighting over nothing as usual is what she's saying. That'll be what kills the lot of them. And that's it for the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast for today. As always, if you want the waffle, then drop into the show notes or go and visit www.tinaconstant.com and come and say hello. In the meantime, have a splendid week and I'll get you next week for another wild, woolly and slightly odd coffee break adventure. Have a good one. Bye-bye.